again, we're not, this, this is not a tell-all, but <laughs> you know, we, we got married at a young age, mm-hmm. had children at a very young age. And so with that comes challenges. And not being in the Word like we should have made those challenges even even tougher. Yeah. But I'm very thankful that we never left here. That's correct, yeah. We are all saved the same way, but each of our stories are different. This is My Grace Life Story, a series of podcasts where members of Grace Life Church of the Shoals share their stories of redemption and grace. Here now is Senior Associate Pastor Matt Fowler. Welcome to another episode of My Grace Life Story. My name is Matt Fowler. I'm the Senior Associate Pastor here at Grace Life Church. And of course, Tim Martin is here and he's handling all of our audio and media stuff today. And with us is Scott and Tana Cooper. Welcome, guys. Glad you're here. Good to be here. We're going to chat with them about their Grace Life Story. So just to get us started, if you guys could just introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us a couple of facts that maybe people don't know about you. And then we'll go from there. All right. Well, I'm Scott Cooper. Facts might be born and raised in Memphis, came to school at UNA to play basketball. And then that's where Tan and I met. What year was that when you came to UNA? 1990. Okay. Yeah, so my first year was a national championship year. All right. So Were I you the star player? I never team? saw the court because I was redshirted that year, yeah. So. But he's got a ring. I you got, got a, a ring. ring. That's I, what matters. I, I have a ring, yes. uh, and I go to the reunions. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, that's, that's what brought me to the area originally. Okay. Yeah. I have a ring for doing laundry for a national championship baseball team. I was <laughs> not on the team, but I did laundry, and I fed them their postgame meals. How about so, that? You know, you get in you on these things everybody, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, good. Tana, you? Tana, I've been here at Grace Life. Let's see, we moved over here in 1986, I think, so I feel like we're charter members. Absolutely. <laughs> um, where, did you, where did you move from? Well, I was a young child. Okay. Uh, we went to York Terrace okay. in Sheffield. Okay, all right. But you're still in the Shoals. I was in the Shoals. Uh, in the Shoals. Yeah, okay. we came to all this right. church from gotcha. York Terrace. Okay. All right, Scott, I'm going to start with you. If you would uh, just share us a little bit about your testimony, uh, yeah. when you came to know the Lord and, and how that came about and what God was doing in your life at that point in time. Okay. Fortunately, I was raised in a, in a good Christian home, was a member of Bellevue Baptist Church. So, yeah. so I've had two churches and sat under two pastors my entire life, yeah. Dr. Adrian Rogers awesome. and Jeff Noblet. Yeah. So. Both to, 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 yeah, to, so right. to say so, that yeah. you know that that I've had good preaching all my life would be an understatement. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, was always in church with my parents. Uh, fell led, became a believer at a, really a young age, eight years old thereabouts, and at, at that time, like a lot of kids, you know, was active in church. Was there quite often. Unfortunately, like a lot of kids as well, kind of strayed at, right. at times, especially got into high school into college. Lived a lifestyle that was not becoming, was not a reflection of, of a Christ-led you know life. Right. And unfortunately, though, of course, about that time, 94 is when Ten and I got married, started attending and joined the church here. And then through that constant preaching and, and, and just the fellowship here, really felt the, you know, the, the growth right. that, that for so long yeah. I really wasn't experiencing. Right. And so, you know, that, that's been the, you know, that's been the journey for me spiritually. Yeah. Gotcha. So... So you came to UNA in 1990, mm-hmm. uh, but didn't get over this way as far as Grace Life. We would have been First Baptist once the us back then, yeah. but that was 94. That's correct. There. So were you attending church anywhere at no, that point in time it, or yeah. just drifting? <laughs> I, guess. I, I did. I attended some with, uh, with Tana. She, okay. you know, she obviously tried to encourage me to come and, and, right. and came from time to time. What's interesting, the story behind that, though, Noel Wright, 
Right. Obviously was here. Yeah. Left. He actually became a neighbor of ours there in Memphis. And okay. his son, Matt, and I went to school together at ECS, Evangelical Christian School. Gotcha. And so when Brother Noel knew I was signing with UNA, right. he told me at that time, he said, when you get down there, he said, there's a great church okay. you need to attend. Huh. Wow. His first Baptist church in Muscle Shoals. Right. And like most 19-year-olds, I didn't listen to him. Yeah. You know, yeah. so so I was aware of the church, you right. know, like I say, came some with him, but was not faithful right. while uh, while at school, at yeah. least not the first few years. Was there anyone on campus at UNA much? I know there's campus ministries and things of that sort. Was there, anyone, was there much of a presence of that at the <laughs> campus? If there was, was that like, I don't, they're there, but I don't want much to do with them right now? There, you know, yeah, kind of, there, was like? there was a presence there uh, through basketball. We also had a chaplain and, and he was associated with the the, the Baptist Association okay. here, yeah. and so he was he was good. You know, he was around the, the basketball team a lot and shared with us. But I just be honest with you, I was I was too caught up in in sports. I got into the fraternity life. I was just I had too many other distractions, right. and and just led me astray. So yeah. I just was not very faithful. Gotcha. There was the presence on campus, so it wasn't that that, that wasn't there. It's just right. at that time, you know, I wasn't yeah, sure. I wasn't showing much interest. Sure. Gotcha. Well. I think the Lord's gracious, right? Yeah. I know we, we probably all have had seasons like that, and the Lord is gracious to continue to woo us back to Him through yeah. His providential care. So, Tana, a little bit about your testimony and coming into the Lord and the Lord's work in your life. Well, like I said, we've been here. I've been here since I was very young. Right. And I got saved at a youth camp here okay. and was baptized here. Who's doing the youth at that time? <laughs> Brother Jeff was Brother started Jeff the youth guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Brother Jeff started out This was young as, Brother Jeff. Yes, curly-haired okay. Brother Jeff. Curly-haired Brother Jeff. Um, he started, almost fro. Yeah. Oh, it's curly-haired Brother yeah. Jeff, right? I don't so. know if uh, you might remember from the um, the youth camps where they did the King Tut. Oh yeah, very furry, very furry, froey. Yes, oh, yeah. it was. It, it was, sticks yeah. out in my mind. I don't yeah. remember uh, much. That, for that those would days, stick out in anyone's yes. mind, I believe. So. so um, yeah, I mean, he was the start, and then we had several other ones after that. Right, but sure. I can say I've, I've been here faithful. My parents have come here. Right. And kind of like Scott, I just kind of got away from those things right. at college. And yeah. Got interested in a lot of other things. Yeah, sure. And sure. so, like gotcha. I said, the Lord's gracious to bring us back. Yeah, so, amen. But I have been here yeah. the, all the time. Okay. All right. Good. And so you guys are married in 94? Is that what you said? Okay, that's so right. 94. So that's, you know, 28 years. So, you know, as a as a young married couple, and you guys, you know, I, I'm assuming at this point kind of start coming back toward church, things mm-hmm. of that sort, the Lord's working in your lives. Um, what, was young married life difficult? What what role was the Lord playing as as He's working in your life at this point? So, it was difficult. We were yeah. very young, young parents. Yes, young married couple. Yep. Absolutely. You know, but like I say, the church was always favorite. Your dad was one that that early. You know, okay. I guess I was in one of maybe his small group class okay. early, yeah. and so there were those that were were faithful to continue to reach out even mm-hmm. when we weren't all that faithful. Right. Uh, I remember. I remember many a. Uh, uh, I think nights. Monday night visitation, night yeah. you know, okay. and, uh, and think, okay, yeah, they're going to come by tonight, yeah, you know. Right. So it's kind of funny now looking back at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of those that, you know, thought, oh, do we, you know, do we shut the blinds? Do we act like <laughs> we're not here, you know. But I was I really looking back at so thankful that, that they were committed mm-hmm. and were reaching out and, right. uh, and, you know, didn't give up on us in the right. sense of, uh, just kind of writing us off, and and so that was very impactful looking back at yeah. it. Obviously, having having her parents faithful 
uh, and not just faithful church members, but faithful believers, yeah. uh, especially, of course, you know her mother and how active she is right. behind the scenes and doing so many things. Having them around was also very encouraging. Absolutely. And so, you know, we had that, that group of folks. Uh, with having children early, maybe a lot of our friends might have been older, I guess yeah. you could say, yeah. uh, because a lot of our age... Weren't white, they weren't married yet. Right, yeah. right, right. Definitely weren't having children yet. Right, yeah. And so there was a little bit of difference there. But you know, the small groups, even going back that far, were, were still very faithful yeah. in, in reaching out to us and okay. encouraging us. Yeah. And Good. So, touch. so, Scott, you had visited some, you know, um, before you kind of got here more full time. So let's go. I, what were your impressions yeah. of First Baptist Muscle Shoals back in that day when you would come and visit? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was really positive. The only the, the first thought was I remember somebody saying saying to me about, you know, you're going to go to that big church. Right. Because you're coming from uh, Bellevue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I came from Bellevue where, I don't know, this, the, the, this sanctuary held, I don't know, seven or 8,000, right. and we had yeah. two services right. every Sunday morning. Yes. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, that's not, not that big. a big church in, in my <laughs> mind, because yeah. we were right. at that time still meeting in what's now the chapel. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But comparatively speaking, it was. I mean, for the area, it was a large church. But I do remember being, I'm not impressed, that's probably the wrong word, but I remember do, I, I do remember, though, thinking, you know, Brother Jeff, very, very sound. Right. Again, coming from a church where I did hear good preaching, sound mm-hmm. preaching, that was that was very noticeable right. to me, even even at that, yeah. that point. But looking back at it now, and Tanev and I have, have had this conversation, I mean, the, the preaching we get, Brother Jeff, yourself, anybody that fills a pulpit, I mean, it's second to none. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Dr. Rogers, and he had a huge influence on me as a, as a, right. as a young individual. Amen. But, I mean, our preaching here takes a backseat to nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was noticeable, a lot more noticeable now. Right. But even, I think, at a, at a young age, it, that still caught my attention. Yeah. Amen. So, you know, when we think about preaching, and, and obviously we, you know, we do exposition here at Grace Life. That's something that you guys have known for a really long time. But, but, but let maybe dig down a little bit further here on just what, what role has the preaching of God's Word played in you guys' lives? When you think about your own personal sanctification, when you think about your marriage, when you think about your parenting, you know, when you think about your work, your service, things of that sort, give, give me some info on it, man, this is how we can see that God's Word being preached faithfully Sunday after Sunday. I, it seems really ordinary in a lot of ways, right? You're going to come in, and we're going to preach, and you're going to come in the next service, and we're going to preach. I, you know, yep. we got a real skinny playbook. I always tell people here at Grace right. Life, but how has that skinny playbook of expositional preaching paid spiritual dividends for God's glory and for you guys' benefit in your lives? Yeah. One thing, it, it, it equips you I guess to, to know what's not sound. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to say maybe especially raising children. Okay. And again, we weren't as faithful as we even should have been when our children were young. If I could do a you know a redo a, a yeah, do over, right? It would have been to to be even more involved. Right. You know, with with the different activities when our children were still young and at home. But the sound preaching, you learn. You know, when you preach the whole counsel of God. You don't leave out any of it. Right. It, it, it really helps you be attentive and it helps you be aware to where when you hear things that aren't doctrinally sound, mm-hmm. it's very noticeable. Yeah. I, think it, I think it helps keep you from, from being caught in traps, you know, maybe going down a path 
that that's going to lead you astray. It may sound good. It kind of kind of we're talking about now the, the tickling of the ear. Right. Yep. And and so it just it, it prepares you for for raising kids. It prepares you for like I say just meeting the challenges mm-hmm. that are out there. I mean it's 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 like I say it it's there's there's nothing like you know expository preaching. Uh, in the sense that it's it's you know verse by verse, chapter by chapter, yeah. and you get to hear it all. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole yeah. council, which is unfortunately not yeah. not the most popular way to preach these days. Yeah. I guess. Well, you know, of, go ahead, Tana. A lot of times, I think we're kind of like we don't go out of our church very much. Right. So, you know, when we hear other preachers, we're kind of just like me. You yeah. know, that I, right. we really don't get anything right. from it. Yeah. I mean, we've we have visited, yeah, other not not here, but like say when we've gone and, and met with family and different yeah. things, and and you hear it, and it's you know we'll talk afterwards about just how how weak or how yeah. how shallow it right. is, yeah. But it's only we only know that because because, because of the preaching that we right. get here, yeah. and, and it's because, been so many years, and to be faithful, it's just yeah. I mean, and it takes time again. I I, <laughs> I think that to. Going so many years where we weren't as faithful, but mm-hmm. still hearing that preaching, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's we're hearing it and it's making an impact. Though we may not, we show may not it be in, living it, it out, may not live it exactly <laughs> right. at that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, none of us do. But man, you can come right back to it. Yeah, right? whether it's a year later or five years later, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's it's there and you know it's there and you can rely on it. Yeah, I, I do think uh, you know when we think of of preaching, when we think of church life and. Uh, so often, I, I think we are chasing, just, just like we do in other facets of life, we are chasing the next big thing, mm-hmm. right? We're chasing the next fad, the next exciting thing, the, the next what's big, what's bold, what's bright, what's shiny, what's new. And, uh, you know, just hearing you guys talk about, I mean, you've been here a long time, 1994. Uh, you know, that, that's, like we said, it's 28 years. And so often, I think we miss out if we jump. But, well, it's that wasn't as exciting. Yeah, but it was the Word of God. Yeah. Well, that wasn't as shiny as that. Yeah, but it was the Word of God. Yeah. Right? If we jump before we allow the Lord to, to really work those things into our hearts and souls, it's almost like we miss those things. Now, I'm kind of like, like, y'all, I've been here a really long time, you know, and so this is all I know. But I, I just think of, you know, if, if, you, if you leave that steady diet of the Word of God and go chasing something else— you, you miss so much of the truth that the Lord wants you yeah. to hear. And, you know, the, the good thing about verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, is, you know, you get to hear the things you like, and you get to hear the stuff that you don't always want to hear. You know, you get you have to kind of deal with that. And I know sure. even in preaching and, and just trying to be an expositor, you know, there's some texts that I think, hey, man, this is easy to preach. You know, I like this topic. I like what this scripture is saying. And then there are other things that I just have to think, you know, Lord, I I, I can't preach this because I'm not real good at this. I, I don't live this, you know. And I know as a hearer of the Word as well, I have that experience. But, yeah, the longevity in the context of a local church is something that's just too rare for people today. Yeah. There's too much cut and run. Let's go to something else and, yeah. and then, well, then they miss out. Well, I have to say that... I know there was a season, like when we were raising our kids, there was a season here where a lot of people left. Like, right. And a lot of my friends left because their kids wanted to go somewhere else. Right. And that's something I look back now and say, thank you, Lord, that we didn't leave. Right. And that our kids had the 
the firm foundation. Yeah. So what were, so what were those conversations like? I mean, you know, <laughs> was, were, were there times, Tana, when you went to Scott and said, Scott, I mean, all my friends just went out the door of this church. Do we need to think about think, something else? Or were you pre- was it pretty much, hey, this is what it is, and we're going to be I think it, it, I mean, I had a lot of friends who their kids would rather be at a different church, and they had more stuff, and, you know, they right. did all the fun stuff. But I don't think it was ever, it yeah. was really never well, even. We've seen a few of those people come back. Yeah, yeah it, sure. it was uh, never, sure. that was one thing. I, it, it wasn't something that we were going to do. It was never contemplated. It. And, and you know, part of it too. Again, I look at her parents again. They, they've been a blessing, and yeah. and I think about how rock solid they've been. Right. Uh, and there was never any question for them, right. and and so there was never yeah. that temptation of yeah. well, our families leaving. So we didn't have to make that tough decision, yeah. and so that that also helped. But I, th- I think just through talking about it and seeing, and just no knock on the people that left. Some people may have left for good reason, sure. yeah. some maybe not. Yeah, I didn't um, mean that. No but there was never anything. When we were taught, there was never anything that that made us think that somehow we're being misled or we're not being taught or or the words not being, you know, being taught properly or that Brother Jeff has made a mistake. No, just like somebody else may have a more fun youth group. (laughs) I mean, that was all. Yeah, and we know (laughs) those come and go. That's not even a. Yeah, yeah. it's like we can't let our kids. Right. Decide where we go. Yeah. How about how about with your boys? Was that hard for them? Like, were you know, were some of their friends leaving? Did, did they ever? And I no, know they would have been young, was, but you know, yeah. were they ever like, hey, mom and dad, you know, uh, you know, they really never they, did. Okay. We're they, very fortunate, very blessed yeah. that they didn't. Yeah, there was never that pressure from them. Or right. yeah. you know, I say they it's never was a big pushback like from them. Yeah. Women talking, yeah. you know, gotcha. that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. know about yeah. the I mean, boys. They had some friends that you know they might go on a so you know on a youth event with and so forth. But it was never. It was never, hey, mom and dad, we really want to be a part yeah. of this right. youth group. Yeah. yeah, and I think even as they aged, they even could see, yeah, see the differences. I yeah. won't mention any particular names, but I, I do remember a time where Taylor had visited somewhere, and it was, it was more. He said that the yeah. event was more about just playing games, right? Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't really much preaching yeah. at all. And, and, and prison for that, like, yeah, when you see yeah. that in your at kids, young age, you know, yeah. you think, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, you know, because. If your boys are like my kids, you know, sometimes you don't know exactly what they're getting, yeah. if they're getting it, how yeah. much they're getting, you know. And so when you have those little windows into yeah. their heart, sometimes it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Lord, that yeah. they yeah. kind of got a little bit there, you yeah. know, little victories that you get. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. So, well, since you guys have been here for for quite some time now, how, how has a couple of things here? How's Grace Life changed in twenty eight? <laughs> You know, in some, I'll say in some ways, not at all. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is good. which is which no, is great. Though. Good to hear. And yes, here's absolutely. here's again. I'm in Tanner. My, you know, I'm. I'll say I'm kind of old fashioned. Um, Me too, brother. I don't like <laughs> old lot school of, is the best. So, school. School, so I mean, you know, I'm shirt and tie kind of guy. Now that's in a lot of work. That old well, I'm just well <laughs> so. in the line of work that I'm in. I just kind of that that way. But I was also raised too that you know when you go to church, sure, you wear your best. Yeah. Right and and so and and I know this is kind of but here's why I say what hasn't changed is when I look at the way the church physically is set up we still have the pulpit we that that you guys preach right. from yes. okay you're not sitting on a stool you know you're, you're not you know you're not sitting there in an untucked shirt I mean right you know you you gentlemen still you, you dress 
the, the church is still, the choir looks neat. Right. It, it, everything's done in a great way, yep. and it hasn't changed based on fads, sure. mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. I know I'm yep. kind of bouncing around, but, but you see so much of that these days, right. you know, and so that, that part hasn't changed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, some of the things, I guess, that have changed in a good, I mean, I, like the True Church Conference, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, which we didn't have initially, right. and, and that is now... I'm just that's one of our favorite times yeah. of the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, and let's talk about TCC yeah. because I don't know that we've really had an episode yet where folks have talked a whole lot about the True Church Conference. So yeah. you guys are involved in some some different ways yeah. um, in the True Church Conference, obviously. But I know at least for a few years now, you guys have been able to host yeah. some folks. And so I wish tell we us a little bit about that. After years of not, and that kind of goes back to you know when the kids were at home. I wish right. we would have done it. Wish we had. Yeah, but sure. the excuse was, well, we're too active, and we, we don't know if we're going to be there every night, and, and right. we, maybe we don't have enough room or whatever it was. And then we started hosting as soon as they got out of the house. We're like, man, I yeah. wish they could have been it. here. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had the privilege, uh, uh, I guess, of hosting missionaries yeah, or church plant. But, I mean, it, for the most part, it's been some of our missionaries every okay. year. Yeah, so specifically, who are some of those that you've <laughs> well, yeah, uh, so. Pastor Juan and Carlos, are, okay, are, they're, yeah. they're pretty regular. Yeah, uh, Peruvians. Yeah, they, yeah. So Peruvian yeah. brothers, they, yes. they, they've, been, they've been regulars. Well, the first time they told us we were hosted, and they said we were a hosting a family from Oklahoma. Okay. Like, middle-aged, kind of, and I was right. like, okay, Kids so I had, and, yeah. yeah, I had all these welcome packs and gift right. baskets and yeah. all waiting for them, and at the last minute, they're like, well, here's Juan and Carlos. <laughs> and Allie. I think Allie, and Allie, yeah. You went from Oklahoma to Scotland <laughs> yeah, and Peru, like, right? All, okay. in, all in one yeah. little But they love the gift so. baskets. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> yeah, and so that's been, that's been tremendous. Yeah. Because you really get to know them well. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you're just sitting around the house with them, you know, I was, of course, I, I become their chauffeur trying to get them to <laughs> yeah, a farm. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, of course, Tana's been very involved with, with food preparation and some things that right. she and Carla do, if you yeah. want to talk about that some. But. Well, we just do the for the pastors. But that's a lot. Like yeah, that, that's basically a full time job for a it week. Is. Right? It is. It so, is. But yes. we enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We enjoy it, and Every, it's changed through the years. Yeah. But you know, it's it's good. Every and once in a while, I would like, get like a morsel, and it would be like, man, that's <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, so. And we have been fortunate enough to where I've cooked for a lot of them because right. they they'll stay at our true church conference, and then they'll go or John O's or, John O's or, or something like that. Right. And so I've been able to have them all over to the house and cook a meal for them. Yeah. So yeah. that's really good. So, yeah. so how does that kind of broaden your perspective <laughs> towards, you know, missionaries and, and church plants all over the world? Yeah. And, you know, because that's when we think of our missions here at Grace Life, we think of the True Church Conference, mm-hmm. you know, the word that Brother Steve likes to use on that is personalization. Yeah. We yeah. personalize that. Mm-hmm. So how has that personalized missions it, for you guys? It has tremendously. Again, going back to where growing up in church, it was we'd have a, you know, the annual, I guess the Lightning Moon, con- you know, the, 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 sure. the, yeah. the yeah, kind of the old Southern the Baptist. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, yes. and you might have a couple of, you know, missionaries come in and speak from time to time when they're in town, but right. that was that was about as personal as it got. Right. Yeah. And, and now, you know, again, you, you realize, well, first thing you realize, well, one thing I realized was, you know, they're very much just like us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, whether they be from Peru or Scotland or, right. you know, we had Philippines, after, yeah. you know, okay. Pastor Tim and yeah. Pastor yeah. June and, uh, and those from from the you know from Asia this past time, but they're all believers. 
just like we are. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. haven't ever been called full time into the ministry. Maybe Tanner and I haven't. Right. Yeah. But we still have a, a a love for the Lord, and we still you know want to see the it's gospel. It's such a spread. bond too. I think you know. At first, you think, well, it might be kind of awkward, but it's not. It's yeah. like was, was that a step out for you, Tanner? To like <laughs> have these people that you don't know oh, in my your goodness. house. Yeah. It, it was a huge step out. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, when I thought I was getting people from Oklahoma, I was good. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. she finally kind of said, all right. She kind of gave in. Not. Yeah. And not that I was, I guess maybe I wanted to do it a year or two prior. Yeah, that's a lot. And but so it is a lot first. more on her. Yeah, obviously, you know, you know, making sure she had the house taken care of. It's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, let's let him come stay. <laughs> yeah, because you can go to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. work yeah. and, you know, yeah. maybe, t- you know, driving, but uh, there's a lot more work on her. But it does become much more personal. So, yeah. I, you know, I still will email with some yeah. of them from yeah. time to time. Right. And uh, it really becomes now when, when that rolls around each year, it's almost like a family reunion. Yeah, you know? we got to. You know, it, yeah, we look forward to it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's. I know with Pastor Juan, who serves in Peru, and you know, years ago when Chad Haygood was on staff here doing some missions work, and, and even before he actually came on staff, you know, he went and lived for like yes. eleven months in Peru, and and he was kind of our original contact with Pastor mm-hmm. Juan. You know, he and Pastor Juan kind of, in the providence of God, found each other. Yeah. Yeah. In the mountains, yeah. you know, in this little village we've been working in, and of course the Lord obviously brought brought those two together so that they could co-labor together. Mm-hmm. And still, I mean, that's been I don't know, Tim. Has that been fifteen ish years ago? Probably close probably to that, maybe long, longer yeah. than that. And yeah. but still, every year when Pastor Juan comes to the True Church Conference and he gives his testimony, I'll I'll get a picture, I'll send it to Chad. Yeah. And, and Chad, even though he's pastoring in Nebraska now and is not, he's still like, man. I love Pastor Juan. Yeah. I mean, you know, because and he still feels like it's family yeah. for him, you know, yeah, because they're brothers really in the is. Lord. They serve the Lord together there in Peru for a while. And, and, and one, of the, and one of the nicest guys, too. <laughs> yeah. Just a sweet, sweet I know, spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. It's. I took a group of students down there one year, and uh, this was actually Pastor Juan's first wife who's passed away. Now he's remarried at this point, but his wife was the same way. Like, I had a group of about, I don't know, it was four or five teenage boys, four or five teenage girls, great group of of students. But, you know, still, they're they're in Peru, they're in the mountains, there's no plumbing much Uh, at that point. I mean, you know, it's a different life. And she was just super helpful. You know, just she spoke enough English where she made them feel comfortable. I'm going to take care of you. Girls do this, don't do that. I mean, you know, just, but that's the way Pastor Juan is, too. Yeah, 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 it really is. It really is. It does scare me, though, to think he drives that moped on some of those roads. Well, they wanted us to come, and one night (laughs) at our house, they were showing a video of the, I think y'all walked it. Yeah, they used to, it wasn't much yeah. of a now road they have a street, so, and I was yeah. like, "There's no way." Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's barely that. a road. Yeah, and it's Carlos, and it's literally a I don't know, a two thousand, three thousand yeah. foot drop. It drops off stri- Oh yeah, there real side. So. And he's showing this like as a recruiting tool. Yeah. I'm like, you, <laughs> you have made a mistake. Yeah. She will yeah. never. Yeah. She will never no. get in that van with That's you. Right. And so, 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 have you guys? Have y'all ever done like a short term trip? Not not no. necessarily just in Peru, but anywhere else. Okay, so is that yeah. coming? I mean, yeah, thank you for I'm calling recruiting us out. Now. Yeah, I'm recruiting now it. on behalf of Brother Steve. Uh, yeah. so. We've been, uh, yeah, I mean. We had um, we had talked about going to Peru when it got shut down, and I guess it was in 2020. Yeah, you were okay. supposed to. Uh, I was going to go. Okay. And then COVID, of course, changed those those uh, rules. And, and Steve and I have talked a couple of times about right. going. Yeah. You know, now there may be just issues with, you know, I don't know what policies are as far as, you know, vaccinations. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, that's a whole other yeah, topic. Yeah, but um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's still, uh, it talked about going to the Philippines. 
Yeah, I would so, love to go. You know, because when, when actually when, when Timoteo first stayed with his, his wells, when his wife came with okay. him. Yeah. And Ma, yeah. yeah. She yeah. loved Hannah. Yeah. yeah. And well. so they really hit it off. And so we've talked about going because she would like for Tana to come and maybe help with the women right, yeah. in that conference yeah, and probably absolutely. help cook. And yeah. uh, so anyway, that that's it is it is part of our plan. Okay, we just Good. have not followed through to this point. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. So, all right, so back to the original question here of you know how has Grace Life I'm changed sorry, in yeah. twenty eight years? No, that was great, great information because that is a big, it's a huge part of who we are as a church now. How Anchor and Truth has grown and how the Lord has just blessed and prospered that and our mission. So, but maybe some other ways that Grace Life has changed over the time you guys have been here. Mm. Well, <laughs> trying to think. That's, that's a good question. I can probably think more ways it hasn't changed than changed, in, in good ways. I mean, that's bad. I can't think of anything that I'm not gonna say, but I can. All right, let's think of it now. Here's my follow-up uh, question. Think of some ways Grace Life has changed. In the 28 years that you guys have been here, mm-hmm. what are some ways that you have changed? <laughs> well, I will say, you know, spending time in the Word mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And, and especially, and I'll, you know, say this about Tana. I mean, especially over the last, I don't know, what, five, ten years the amount of time I know that she spends in the Word daily and has changed. I'm going to say changed our relationship tremendously right. because of that. And, and the same here. I mean, you know, that and that's, of course, encouragement from, from the church. Sure. Again, it's not enough just to come and listen to, to a sermon one yep. day a week to right. expect that you're going to, you know, Amen. make it through the week. And so that, that encouragement, I guess, from the church and, and knowing that that's an important part of my personal growth has been extremely important, uh, and in seeing her grow spiritually as well is extremely encouraging to me as, as, as you know, her husband. And so that, and again, that that's, again, stems from here, right. what we hear week in and week out, but then taking that to the house yeah. and doing it right. there as well and not just relying on you guys, not relying on just you or Brother Jeff to give us what we need each week, right. knowing that we have to take that personal responsibility to, to get in the Word and get into prayer. Yep. Yeah. And, and do that ourselves. And yeah. So, Tanner, what about you? I, I think a lot, like what Scott said, you know, I think... I'm not a grower. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, maybe the more, the more we mature and, you know, we just get really, I don't know how to say it, ingrained in the Word yeah. and just... It's like I just can't get enough. Yeah, amen. And that's <laughs> come a long way. Oh, yeah. Well, both. I mean, it's, you know, again, we're not, this is not a tell-all, but <laughs> you know, we, we got married at a young age, mm-hmm. had children at a very young age. Right. And so with that comes challenges. Sure. And, and not being in the Word like we should have made those challenges even Right. Even tougher. Yeah. But I'm very thankful that we never left here. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we weren't faithful, the church was still faithful. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You know, the preaching was faithful. Our small groups were faithful. You know, and, and probably like most marriages, I mean, you, you, you have your ups and your downs. Sure. I mean, nothing ever serious, yeah. but I mean, but, but you have those challenges where, you know, good seasons and, and maybe seasons that aren't quite right. as good. But knowing that you have a church family that's always faithful mm-hmm. is is been, you know, priceless. Yeah. Over I mean, these 28 years. And that hasn't changed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, good. again, one of those things that hasn't yeah, changed absolutely. has been yeah. Yeah, that's the a good, small group good and, and, and the outreach that, yeah. that the small group And to really get involved. There was a while where we came to church, but we didn't really get too involved. Yeah. 
And now it's just like small group. I mean, it's all so important. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's such a big part. I often tell people when I meet with them on the front side of membership, when they're coming through the membership class, doing a church covenant, things of that sort, and and I'm kind of walking through the covenant, I always give them this encouragement. I always tell them, you know, that the happiest church members at Grace Life are the ones that are most involved. Now, that doesn't mean that, that the other ones are not happy true, at Grace though. Life, but but the ones that are, are, are growing, that are flourishing, that are happiest in the Lord. Yeah. And when I say happy, I don't mean this, you know, kind of generic, superficial happiness, but the ones that are really joyous in the Lord are the ones that are most involved, yeah. usually, you know, yeah. in, in whatever ways they can be. Yeah. You know, everybody can't yeah. do everything, but um, you know, I think that's definitely true just kind of listening to you guys. The more you've gotten involved, the more you've... Yeah kind of dove into God's Word and dove into involvement here at, at Grace Life Church, the the more joy it, in yeah, the Lord that it produces absolutely. in your life. And I have to absolutely. say, during COVID, it was like, I mean, we just we were ready could to not buy. wait I mean, to yeah. go we back were, to church. We were itching. Yeah. yeah. You know, and too, you know, when you think about, and you know, I know Brother Jeff has mentioned this many times from the pool, but about, you know, especially thinking about small groups, how you put a... You know, we don't just get in groups based on our likes. You know, it's not just, yeah, hey, right. here, here's the, the football fans and here's the hunters. And, yeah. right. and you know, and again, You're in a whole group. as you yeah. grow spiritually, and I can say this just for me, as I've grown spiritually, a lot of those those things that I didn't have, think I had in common with some of the men, yeah. mm-hmm. is, those are no longer even issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I now look at this group of men in this class and, and, whether we come from different walks of life as far as jobs or, or hobbies or whatever it may be, really none of that matters, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because we've got a group of men that want to get in there and they want to study the Word. And 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 that has also been part of that maturity over the years. Right. It didn't always feel that way. But, you know, I think with with growing, you know, spiritually, the fellowship is a lot sweeter yeah. Yeah. with all all different people in, in the church, right. regardless of, like I say, some of those other... Now, have you had a, like a group of guys? You've been here long enough. You had a group of guys you've been with consistently. Yeah, yeah. Like um, to get that encouragement well, now from teaching you know, together. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, Shane Winsett's uh, one of those guys that you know we we got you know got to know over the years. Really good friends now. now how did uh, you and Shane get to know each other? Were you kids you know, about the same no, age, or was no, that a no? So he um, he he obviously came here after us. Okay. We were we, we were in class about every other time because yeah. there's a okay. you know he's a lot older than us yeah. uh, and acts even older. <laughs> No, um, so let's hope a, he listens. There's to about this a year podcast. two. There's about a year two different. So, so we weren't always in class, but we were in class enough. And of course, yeah. we had your dad. Your dad was just our small group. Yeah. yeah, You know, every so often, it seemed like every few years. But I remember he first. <laughs> this is going back. We actually used to have a church basketball team. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I remember the old basketball. Day. And we won't get into a lot of details no, on that because no, that wasn't no. necessarily our best moment. <laughs> were and you what, the reason we had to no. cancel the church I, basketball team? I will just. Sid Wheelis. <laughs> well, no, when your wife says, I'm no longer coming to watch you play because of the way you act. Um, uh, it was time to hang it up. Right? And yeah. again, that was, I give you know, Brother Jeff, again, just his wisdom of, you know, I remember when he used to say a long time, you know, we're, we're not going to build like a fellowship hall or a yeah. gymnasium. Oh, right. to yeah, t- yeah, yeah. And I remember, you know, obviously as a college athlete, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. You know, I'd right. be great out there. But, um, but he played with this. One of those years, okay. Shane and I, did. Shane did. Yeah. And I remember, you know, we kind of got to know each other through yeah. that. And then we do have a similar uh, like for golf. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, and you are both golfers. We mm-hmm. play, you know, golf, if not every weekend, at least two yeah. or three times a, right. a month. And yeah. um, and of course, Melanie, you know, and, and yeah, Melanie's good always been and, in my class. Okay, and, all right. And there's other, you know, other guys, you know, Scott Thompson, some of these other guys yeah. at similar age that we've right. just been in class together. Okay. Gotcha. You know, a lot. Good, good. Yeah. And now they're teaching 
tenth grade. Yeah, Shane and I now are going to be teaching yeah. together. All right. Yeah, wrangling so. the young guys. Tenth grade boys. Yeah, they <laughs> may never sure. be the same. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, that that Tim's question kind of I, I'm going to dovetail kind of off of it. But uh, what I was going to ask was, who are some people? At Grace Life, that have you know made an impact, and, and I know you know in, in in a venue like this, you could probably name a whole lot, but but maybe two or three people that you can say, hey, these God used these people in our lives. You know, you've mentioned obviously you've mentioned Sid and Juanita, Tana's yeah. parents already, and so that's a given. But maybe in addition to them, some people that God placed in your lives along the way that has really used to sharpen and encourage you and hold you accountable. I think Margot Bailey. Okay, has been, she was my small group leader. I don't remember when it was, but our sons were in school together. Okay. Well, and they were handy. friends. Okay. And right. so Margot has been there for me from day one. Yeah. Amen. And I think she's really been important. Yeah. It's yeah. neat. Amen. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, there's a lot of men that have made an impact. You know, your dad's been a, a big part of that, just been in his class for a number of times. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, man, I guess you could go back to – what that's Jim Fowler. Jim, Jim Fowler. Fowler. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jim. And of course, Matthew Sherrill being his outreach leader, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, and that's again a great example mm-hmm. of somebody that you know, hobby wise, is that we probably don't have a, a whole lot in common right. outside of our love for this church yeah. and and, and our love to, to grow in the Lord. But over the years, you know, he's he's been a really a good positive impact. So those in particular, like I said, there's other, you know, I, I think of some of the other men that I've gotten to know over the years, you know, Chad Epperson and mm-hmm. uh, Barry Dredd and some of these other guys that, that you know, through the years yeah. we've, we've become friends and right. they've been an encouragement yeah. to me. Amen. And yeah. I think like Paige Woodard, has, okay. we've been in class together and even when we had young kids, I remember uh, your mom, Belinda mm-hmm. and Margot, they would watch our kids like one day a week so okay. we could meet together and do the um what was it the accountability accountability notebook thing. yeah 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 <laughs> so that's i mean we've been we've been friends ever since then and melanie winsett we've all just kind of grown up together here yeah. <laughs> amen well you know again kind of back to those we mentioned this earlier in regards to preaching and how over time, God uses the consistent preaching of God's Word yeah. to be a tool that He sanctifies us. But I think the same is true of our relationships, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, those are, uh, like you said, it's not always that, hey, we got all this in common, but we what we have in common is the Spirit of the Lord yeah. is at work in our lives. And just through the years, just, and, and you know, and I even understand this on, on the staff side of things that, you know, sometimes you sit in a small group, and maybe you sit there six weeks or maybe a whole year, and you think, man, I, I don't know. Things didn't click. Things didn't go. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, five, ten years from that point, you may look back and say, yep. well, you know, hey, but I did get to know this guy. I did yeah. get to know this lady, and we developed a relationship there, and we, we maybe did accountability yeah. together, yeah. or we ended up playing golf together. And, and, you know, Scott, you guys are probably like me. I, I don't golf, but, you know, the guys that I do – recreational activities with we we do the activities but then also somewhere around there we end up talking about the lord and and you know how, how are we going on the lord yeah. how are things going you know, it just it, because that's who we are you know and that becomes who you are more and more as you're in god's yeah. church and under god's word and you're with people that are yeah. also aiming at the same thing they're yeah. aiming at growth in the lord yeah. Yeah. right and, so. and what you find is you have a lot more common yeah, with believers. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we then, when I have to go back and look at the people that I used to hang out with. Right. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I have nothing in common with them. Yeah. At this point. Right. And I have so much in common with with you know brothers that 
15 years ago, 20 years ago, I would have said, no, I'm, yeah. I'm never going to hang out with yeah. you know, those kind of guys. But, right. you know, that's now who I want to be around. Yeah. And I think Terry Thomas is another one I'll mention. You know, he, yeah. you know, he, he was a small group teacher years ago at a, at a really good time, I think, in my life. He, he had just joined the church. Yep. And we really hit it off. We yeah. still do. You know, we, you know, he, we can cut up and have a good teacher. time. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Great. so, you know, he hasn't been here, obviously, as long as many. Right. But just in the, the short time that he's been here, he's, he's been another brother that's been, yeah. just yeah. been, been really good to have in my life. Yeah. Amen. I mean, that's good. So uh, we mentioned, you know, Scott, you're serving this upcoming small group year with 10th grade boys. Yeah. So are you kind of the leader? Are you the outreach leader? How's this going to work with you and Shane? We'll find out after week one, I guess. Now, um, uh, I is guess, it just 10th grade or are they – Yeah, so, okay, so, so just 10th grade. You've got, got you. eighth and ninth together. Okay. I noticed this when I looked at I was trying to see if you'd have a Fowler boy in there, but you're going to No, no. There's well, ninth and, and Isaac's 11th. Yeah. Right. So you'll miss So them. we've got eighth and ninth Praise together. Yeah. And you got 11th to 12th together, and it's just just the 10th. Okay. So I don't know if that's trying to tell us something. (laughs) Um, They're breaking you in easy. Maybe that's that. So, but Shane and I, I mean, my name's listed first on the. Yeah, you're the guy. Of course, I guess I'm the guy. You're the guy. But he and I have talked about we're gonna we're gonna share share the responsibility of of, you know making sure we're both prepared and we can both teach. So you know, so along those lines, I mean, you've had two boys. Obviously, they're they're grown. They're married. One has grandkids, you know, so they're they're out of you guys' house at this point. But, you know, how, how does that help you to be a tenth grade boys teacher, being a dad of boys and yeah. now teaching um, this class? It's kind of that you learn from your mistakes. Yes, yeah. I think as much as anything. Right. And so, you know, it's hard to relate. I'm 50 years old, so trying to relate <laughs> as a 15 a 15 year old today is it's 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 very different than when I was 15 sure. in many ways, but. Also, I remember that was about the age that I really began to, I'm going to say, get away from the Word. Right. And really began to, to get, you know, too caught up in, in, in some of the quote-unquote pleasures of the world. Right. And that was about that time yeah. that yeah. that happened. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe from my experience, yeah. I can be an encouragement for them at this point yeah, in their absolutely. life. You know, again, raising two boys, I'd like to think, have a, a fairly good understanding of of what maybe they're going through, you know, the challenges yeah. that, a, that a 15, 14, 15, 16 year old and, and has. And those things are the same. Now, they may have a different cover yeah. Yeah. on them, you yeah. know, yeah. A, yeah. a different way that they present themselves. Mm-hmm. But by and large, those things are the same. I, right? I think so. so yeah. 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 And, you know, there's different ways it comes at them now with social media and different things that right. maybe wasn't as prevalent, obviously, yeah. when I was a kid. Right. But uh, I'm hoping, so I'm hoping from that. And again, and Shane, you know, obviously, he raised two girls. But the same thing, you know, if, if, if you're a parent, whether it be a boy or a girl, you, you have some, hopefully some wisdom right. yeah. from that. And I'm hoping that we can, you know, we can hopefully share some of that with them. And uh, as they grow and that we grow, yeah. you know, hopefully yeah. we, can, we can grow together. Yeah, I can think back to, you know, growing up here, some of my days in the student group and you know, and some of these brothers don't go to church here anymore, but I still see them from time to time. And, you know, I guess when I was 14, 15, 16, I, I don't know at that point in time that I even knew what kind of impact they were having on my yeah. life. I mean, yeah. you, we, we were here. I mean, you know, my mm-hmm. parents were going to have us here. And I, I, I can't always remember every lesson they ever taught, things of that sort. But, but I, I can look back and see that there were older men whose aim was to honor God, whose aim was to glorify God, whose aim was to teach us what it meant to glorify God. And so that example, and we see that in Titus 2, right? Older women with younger women and older men with younger men. That that had an impact. And, and, and even if students don't know how to always say that, mm-hmm. I, I do think there are, are things that God is doing in their lives, even if they can't 
get it all out in words to see, hey, there, there, there are men here who are pushing me along, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Now, they may not respond immediately. Sure. That's a tough yeah. thing about yeah. working with young people, yeah. right? But, but you just never know how those gospel seeds down the line or, or just a, a relationship of them being able to say, hey, I, I remember a Scott, I remember a, a Shane, and, and man, mm-hmm. that they're living for the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is possible by God's yeah. grace to live for the Lord. Yeah. You know, I don't have to go the way right. of the world. So, yeah, yeah b- a big-time work there in the students. Tana, how about you? Are, are you serving anywhere this upcoming ministry year? <laughs> I'm serving this year, too. I am helping in the crawlers. Okay, you're even so younger I'm, then, right? Yeah, so, yeah. way younger. Yeah. yeah. So right. um, I'm working with Melanie Winsett. She, okay. All right. She's good. the head. Yeah, so, I got you. And I'm just there to crowd control. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a good deal of crowd control <laughs> yeah. in the crawling yeah. class. Melanie will do the crafts and Tana will do the cooking. <laughs> yeah, well, so hey, that, yeah. And really with that with that crowd, <laughs> that works. That works. Good, good crafts combination. and cooking. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Well, amen. Well, you know, guys, I appreciate y'all sharing with us. And, uh, you know, as I kind of listen to you guys, Grace Life story as it spans 28 years or so. And we've talked about this throughout. And and this is what I really love to talk about this. But, you know, I kind of see your story as God using the ordinary means of grace. And when I say ordinary means of grace, we think about preaching. We think about small groups. We think about relationships. We think about these discipleship relationships. Just those you know, there's nothing new about any of those. And, and and when I think the world, and even some people in church life and evangelicalism, they look at that and they're like, well, is that all you got? I mean, yeah. you know, what, what about what about the big presentation? What about, and, you know, not all those things are bad. Not all those things are wrong. Yeah. I, I'm certainly not saying that. But, you know, it's those ordinary means of grace, just in hearing you guys talk, that God has used over and over again. I mean, it hasn't always been immediate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's taking time. It's taking years. It's yeah. taking 28 years. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but but that's how God works in our lives. And, you know, I, I think of some of the parables that the Lord used, and he often would use these agricultural parables. And you think about the work of a seed, and then you think about the, the growth, and then you think about the fruit. Well, well, all that doesn't happen overnight, no. right? And sometimes I, I, I would like yeah. to see that sometimes, right? Sure. Even as a, as a pastor, I would like to see preach, growth, fruit, all happen, right? Yeah. In about yeah. an hour and a half time slot. Yeah. Yeah. And yet that's not the example that the Lord has given us. And so... You know, you guys have given us a, a good picture of the ordinary means of grace and how through the years God has used that and is using it and yes. will continue to use that for his glory and for you guys' yeah. good. Yeah. So appreciate you guys sure. coming in and sharing those things. Any final thoughts that you want to I give just, us? Just on that note, I mean, the, the fact that he has always been faithful even when we weren't. Yeah. And, you know, that's yeah, that's something we can always hang on to. And, yeah. we you know, the sanctification process, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. Right. Right. And, and it's and it's. You know, as long as we're living, it's going to be part of what we go through. And, yeah. and just knowing that, that he's faithful, yeah, regardless of our shortcomings, and I have many of them, yeah. you know, that is that's extremely encouraging. And, uh, and again, I have a lot to thank for this church for being just s- such a... Consistent. Consistent. Yeah, that's yeah. What, you know, so when you ask yeah. about, you know, what's changed, again, I just think more of the consistency. Yeah, no, yeah. it's good. And, um, and not getting caught up in all the sideshows. Yeah. And so it has been a, a true encouragement for me. Yeah. And hope to, again, hope to be part of this fellowship for many, many more years to come. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing your Grace Life story, and I'll wrap us up. We hope you'll join us again next week for another episode of My Grace Life Story, as members of Grace Life Church of the Shoals share their stories of redemption and grace. To find out more, visit gracelifeshoals.org. This podcast is a production of Grace Life Media.